Hey everyone, I'm Dan Whedon, and this is Unleashed the Podcast. I recently announced that I'm suspending the patron program to reinvent it and offer it again later. That means that the bonus episodes I had recorded in January and February of 2021 are now available to everyone. This episode features my good friend, Darren LaCroix, the 2001 world champion of public speaking. Darren is going to share his ideas and thoughts on how to up your game when it comes to speaking, communicating, and being influential. Check it out. Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Dan Whedon, and I'm here with a very, very special guest, Darren LaCroix. I'm going to introduce Darren in just a minute. Uh, Unleash the podcast is ubiquitous where you get your where you get your uh, podcast. So go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and now Pandora Podcasts. Go subscribe there and get those regular podcasts on those platforms, and then come here for all your bonus stuff. Now, enough of that nonsense. I've got a very special person to introduce. Darren LaCroix was my presentation guru coach back in the day when I was competing in Toastmasters. So what I need to tell you is Darren is a 2001 world champion of public speaking. He outspoke, I think, three zillion people. Is that it? Three zillion, Darren? Uh, you might have added an extra an extra zero. couple of zeros. A ton of people. He he outperformed them. And then the cool thing, the cool thing about Darren is he took that and he created a tremendous business model out of that. Well, I'm sure uh, Darren will share a little bit of that. He, he created a tremendous business model. I got to tell you how I started getting coached by Darren. And Darren, you may remember this. We were in Dallas, Texas. We were in Dallas, Texas, and I went to a program that you and Craig Valentine and Ed Tate were putting together. I don't remember the name of it, but I was down there. I think how to get paid as a speaker or something like that. Mm -hmm. Get paid to speak. How to get paid to speak. And in Dallas, Texas, that time, there was a tornado that came through. Do you remember that? I do not. Oh my gosh. I, you. I, I just don't remember. <laughs> I remember that because Craig was flying in and he had to fly in during the tornado. And he talked about that later. But when I, when I met Darren, I had a presentation that I was going to give for the contest. And Darren said to me, I like the speech, but you got to change it. You got to do this in the beginning. I said, I'm giving the speech. And he goes, no, it's that important. You've got to do this. And I said, this is the guy. And I did it and it worked. And I, I won all the way into the semifinals of the, the speech contest. So I said, this guy knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Darren LaCroix, uh, what I'd, I'd like to ask you from a, just an introduction standpoint to people who may not know you as well as I do, talk a little bit about what you're doing today in your business at Stage Time University to help people and business professionals to become better speakers. Uh, well, thanks, Dan. Yeah, you you listened. That, that was- that <laughs> I listened. Was, that's when you got a coach, don't do what I did, which is at the very beginning, I didn't listen. My ego was in the way, but 
one of, most presenters don't get the level of feedback they need to become unforgettable. And so with me and my coaches and my courses and our, our online coaching calls, we give people the adjustments they need to make so that they can be the presenter that everybody's talking about. Why? To get more business. So I had quite a journey. I did stand-up comedy for a while, but I was not a funny person. No one ever said, you should be a comedian. I just, I was at such a low point after a business failure that I said, I got nothing. I'm, I'm living at home with mom and dad. I have my college loans. I now have business loans, but I have no business because I had to sell it at a loss. And I just said, I got nothing to, to lose here. So let me, let me go for this crazy dream. Just one night, just one night, I'm going to do an open mic night. And you know the story, Dan, uh, your listeners might not, but it was horrible. I actually use a video clip from it in my presentations now showing people how bad it was, how nervous I was that I was shaking and my voice was quaking up and up and down. I had one little mistake and I was, I was, my body was, if you've ever given a presentation and you have like that outer body experience that you know what you're trying to do, but your body and your mouth just do different things. And I had one of the moments and I said, this rocket took off and it went vertically, but I did horizontally with my arm. And I just said, I said, oh, explanative. And everybody laughed. I'm looking around. I'm like, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I was just making fun of me. And I remember all the other, you know, little tiny laughs or sympathy laughs that night. And I just walked off stage. The comedian, the headliner that night said, don't quit your day job, kid. Uh, another comedian came up, knew it was my first night, trying to console me, put his arm around me, said, don't worry, man, it's just your first night. And I'm like, don't worry? What are you talking about? I got to laugh. No one told me I could do this. I'm in. So I dove in. I was a sponge. That's kind of my mantra, right. like stage time, stage time, stage time. Be a sponge. Go to the people who are been there and done that and be a sponge. Be open to them. So that way you can learn what is important, what is critical. What are those amazing habits that you need to create that most people don't want to do? And so I took every class that I could. I get every mentor that I could. And along the way, I found speaking, which that was not my intention from the beginning. I just said, I'm going to figure this out. And I never look back. So I have a question for you. You know, some of the people watching this or listening may say something like, well, that's pretty cool, but I'm, I'm not going to be a stand-up comedian. I'm not going to be a, on a presentation stage. Um, you know, why, why would I care about this? And my message has always been, I don't care where you are. You're, if you're talking to other people, you're presenting. If you're talking to your employees, you're presenting, your investors, uh, your, your potential clients or your clients. And today, I feel like I'm in the Paul Lind Square, right? For those, I've just dated myself with Hollywood Squares. <laughs> but you know, now we're presenting on Zoom. Talk about the importance of business leaders, whether they ever want to get up on a platform or not. Talk about the importance of business leaders having a strong, succinct message, humor, all of that stuff. Yeah, it's the most important part of a presentation is the thought process and the listener's mind. 
It's not what you say, it's how they process what you say. So whether you're in front of a lens, uh, doing a Zoom meeting or in a live boardroom setting, never mind on a big stage, the idea is the same. You're trying to get your point across. You're trying to influence. You're trying to present or sell your idea. Whether you're selling a book as a speaker or not, you're still selling ideas. So it's that ability. And what I say when I teach virtual presentations is the fact that the virtual dulls our connection. So we've got to overcompensate for that. And we all wish that the people we were presenting to were sitting in a white room with white walls and no windows and no one else around. Well, that is a fantasy. The truth is you got people who have notifications coming in, texts are popping in their phone, their dog has to pee, the kids are crying, the dog's going to knock over your light stand. There's, there's so many things that can go wrong and it's all right behind them. So what can you do like that? There's barriers to that connection. So what we have to do is create more compelling content, stories, uh, presentations, metaphors, illustrations, whatever you use to get your point across. But when it's directly related to the person listening with their life, you are going to minimize those distractions. So you're never going to get rid of them. But if you you can make the content relevant to their life, their job, the reason they're listening to you, they will listen. And that's hard because you just lost. If you're in a closed boardroom, you've got control over the environment. Well, when you're virtual, you lose control over the environment. I'm sure, Dan, you've seen when some people are in meetings, they're looking at the screen and they think they're talking to that person, but you're actually seeing the top of their head because they're not looking at the lens. So one of the things we teach, Mark Brown says, focus on your friends behind the lens. You, you mentioned something about the audience. And I think it was Bill Clinton who, who at one point said, it's, it's about the audience, stupid, right? I mean, it's, it's always <laughs> about who the audience is when you're speaking. It's the WIIFM, what's in it for me? What, and I've seen business leaders, CEOs. In fact, Steve Jobs was probably one of the uh, Hall of Famers from a CEO standpoint of being able to step up on a stage whether, whether that's a real stage or in front of, you know, whomever it was and be able to tell stories, be able to relate and influence people through that story because he hit them where they lived. He, he related and engaged with them. Is that, That's a little bit about what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he didn't just wing it either. A lot of people think, oh, I can wing this. Well, no, no, you can't. It doesn't work that way. Not you, you can, it's not going to be any good. You know, we've got to sit down and strategize. And that's why even just, even me, when I'm working on new content, I got to run it by a coach, somebody who knows what they're talking about to be able to give me that qualified feedback. That's why I said, most presenters don't get the level of feedback they need to be unforgettable because that feedback is critical. It's like, Dan, think about this. If you're playing baseball, just, uh, or let's just say you're, you're a uh, athlete, whatever the sport. Okay. Do you think there's a difference between the high school coach, the grade school coach and the Olympic coach? 
Absolutely. Well, who do you think is going to be able to look into your life better? You know, the high school coach, chances are they could be really good and maybe they're an ex-athlete or something, but have they done that their whole life? Is that their whole obsession? Do they Have they had so much experience they need to see, well, this person needs that, that person needs to kick in the butt, that person needs the cheerleading, the arm around them. They've got that ability. So we've got to find those world-class coaches in whatever area that you're looking for. So, you know, my area is presentations. You ask me about finance. I'm like, let's not talk about that. You know? <laughs> so let's talk about presentations. And if you don't mind, I'd like to stay on this because we're probably not putting a toothpaste back in the tube with zoom or whatever platform people like that. While we may all get together again and, and you'll end up on a platform somewhere and I will too, this ain't going away. No, and, definitely and- not. It might be hybrid someday, but it will not go away. Exactly. And I think it creates immense opportunities for people that didn't, it didn't exist before because now you don't have to fly Darren or Dan out. We might be able to do this right here for this conference. Well, and even the listeners are more comfortable now, like before all this craziness happened in 2020 when, or well, when it happened in 2020, like I would have never thought my parents who've been married 65 years would ever be on a Zoom call. But now, you know, we have family calls. So you have a bigger audience who is more comfortable with the medium. So that ain't going away. So I want you to talk about this because I, you and, and uh, Mark Brown did a presentation probably six, seven months ago that I took part in and it was about lighting and it was about clothes and it was about, you know, everything that sometimes people think I'm just going to show up. I'm going to jump on this call. Uh, I'm have a, a window open behind me. So I'm dark, you know, and all of that. There's planning that goes into being influential if somebody's not distracted by other things, talk, will you take a few minutes and talk about lighting, physical preparation, those other intangibles aside from being a good speaker? Yeah, if I can, I, I can show you a couple of visuals uh, from my own experience when I had to upgrade if uh, while we do this here because it's so, we never know what's behind us. So this is just a lesson that I learned the hard way. If am I, can you co-host me? So yeah, I can... I'm going to do that. This is on the fly people. Yeah. This is what you get. Talk about extemporaneous. I, and Darren, I actually have to put my glasses on to do this. So if you're watching me, uh, you're, you're seeing that I can't <laughs> oh, you see without that. Now. There we go. Yeah. These are my, my handy dandy readers that I use. Uh, Darren, you're now the co-host. All right. So let me just show you this as an example. Uh, Two years ago, I was booked by this uh, meeting planner in Milan, Italy. So we were having calls ahead of time, setting up for this presentation in Italy. And she looks and she's like, what's that behind you? Okay, (laughs) now there's nothing wrong with what's behind me, but if it's taking my audience's attention away from what I'm talking about, it doesn't look professional. So if you were standing here in my office, that is a, was a beautiful plaque. It is now at another office, so it's not behind me. It's a beautiful plaque. It's got the tie that I was wearing when I won the world championship, pictures of me, which by the way is cut off, so you don't even see the picture when I was getting my trophy. And there's orange flowers. I'm like, look, my brand colors, blue shirt, and orange flowers. They're like, what are the flowers there for? I thought, 
that I was doing something good and I had a nice clean background, my trophies there. Well, you can't even, you know, barely see the trophy. You see the one with the ribbon on it, but notice now it's got illumination. So now it shows up better. So it's been a constant process. So I had the stage time university sign created, but then I had another issue. You have beige wall with Caucasian dude in front of it. You know, it doesn't pop. What pops the most? The flowers. That's not what we're trying to look for. So we've got to be aware. And so what I did is I took some time. I'm like, okay, I got to get into this. And so I painted. Look at you doing your, it's all do it yourself, Darren. Uh, Do it yourself, Darren. And by the way, my family would laugh at this because this is not my strength. So I'll fast forward to here's what it looks like now. And by the way, this was even a little while ago. And then I was like, okay, how can I stand out? How can I make that three dimensional? So if you look at the sign in the picture and if you look at the sign now, if I shut that off, boom, what a big difference sure. in something that, that subtle. So now it won't go on, of course, since we're doing this. Um, but anyway, you got the point where I'm trying to upgrade and look more professional and look, you know, as a presenter, I'm trying to uh, actually look better as uh, as an expert. And especially if I'm going to teach virtual virtual presentation skills, now I, I need to upgrade even more. So it's those unmeaning distractions. All right, I guess and, and, I, and I would add to this, Darren, and, and as from you're an entrepreneur as well. Uh, I, I don't think you have I don't think you have employees, but if you if you are a CEO and you're having to have these Zoom meetings, there's an an air too of 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 gravitas. I think a little bit if you are if you are showing that you've, if, if the focus is on you and what you're saying, you're going to be more heard and there's going to be more of a focus. So I think the importance of it for whomever is listening or watching to this, if you're in a position of leadership and you're in a position to speak, put yourself in the very best position, because I know that if, if somebody were to walk up on a platform, they would make sure that they're dressed correctly. Everything's right just because you're sitting down and going in front of a camera, that shouldn't change. Yeah, we've got to, and, and even my friends called me out on a few things that I used to wear t-shirts because I'm in my home. That's where I'm comfortable. And, and by the way, get a sippy cup, get a sippy cup with a straw. So that way you don't have to be tipping your cup up. And I almost knocked it over, which is why I have a sippy cup. Cause I almost took out my own computer once. Um, <laughs> So check this out. Look at this. Now, this is a real life example from one of my coaches who was, uh, his name was Mike Davis. And it's like, I know Mike, sure. You see, you see the 1970s paneling, you see the whiteboard, which were, had words on it, which were irrelevant to what he was talking about. You see the Muhammad Ali quote down to his right. You see the, the old glass that allows light through, but it's translucent. And you're like, are you in your mom's basement? (laughs) Uh, so here's what he did. I just gave him awareness. I'm like, dude, this is my brand. You can't be doing that. And so he just, he just got lax, which which we all do, but I still, I wear a collared shirt. I don't wear a jacket. That would be weird, you know? So, but I wear a collared shirt. I don't want to wear a collared shirt. Dan, when you and I are done, the first thing that's happening is I'm taking off my collared shirt. (laughs) But when I'm on camera, I have to look somewhat professional. So right. even this, and then Mike upgraded as well. So he got a better camera with better lightning, lighting, and look at the difference in the professionalism. That one is much more vibrant. 
So anyway, just want to give you a couple examples. Thank you. I'm going to transition to one last kind of last segment here. And again, uh, speaking with Darren LaCroix, uh, 2001 world champion of public speaking, stage time university uh, rock star. There are probably some Toastmasters watching this. I'm still active in Toastmasters. In fact, uh, as we're as we're recording this, I had a meeting yesterday. For those Toastmasters listening who are saying, "Yeah, I'm got to compete this year, and I've got <laughs> <laughs> I I've got to compete in you know in front of a in front of this camera." as opposed to being able to choreograph what I'm doing and my, my motions and all of that, what advice would you give those people who are competitively speaking or who might be already professional speakers and have found that they, in order to, uh, to get some gigs, they're going to have to do it here. What, what, uh, what words of wisdom do you have, Darren? Uh, two things. This is going to sound so basic but most people won't do it. Can I see you? Can I hear you? Can I see you? Can I hear you? Now, uh, if you're competing in the Toastmaster contest, this past year in 2020 was the first time it was ever virtual. Next year, it is going to be virtual again, even if uh, all of a sudden COVID goes away. It's already the decision is there. So if I was you, I would go study the people who were in the world championship finals last year. Look at them. You got to sound better than them and look better than them. Okay, they kind of set the benchmark. You've got to overdo that benchmark. Here's what I mean. Even something simple, like you got to get a good mic. If you're not going to be sitting, which you probably won't if in that kind of contest, you've got to get a wireless mic. So I got my wireless mic right here. Sometimes I stand in my office next to that monitor. That's a huge monitor. Um, over my shoulder, it's small. Standing next to it, it's large. But then I have that microphone. But just listen to this. So if you're listening to this podcast or watching this, if I take this microphone right now and just move it a few inches away, if I had to listen to your speech this way, you lose connection. So we've got to have those tools that will make that connection, especially, look, if you're a corporate presenter, same thing, get a good mic, get a good mic. Why would you not invest in a, you know, you can get a decent one for 125 bucks, get a blue yet Yeti blue. Blue is the company, not the color, but get a basic one. I have a AT 2020 audio technica 2020. That is my backup to my professional system, but we've got to be able to hear you with some depths of depth of bass in your voice and then can we see you? How You can't be using your built-in uh, camera in your computers. I don't know why. I hope someday they make better cameras, but have that. It's so simple. And then how's your lighting? If I just change my lighting and shut that off, right. I look okay. But now I got this big shadow here. And if I shut off my other professional light, we got an issue as well. So I don't know if that answers your question, Dan. That, that, that's, that's perfect. And, and that, same, that same advice goes for... Like you said, the, the the person who is is hired by a conference that's gone virtual or or do it's the same type of thing. What you're trying to do is to give your best appearance. You can't do if you can't do it on a stage, you're going to give your best appearance. And it's about light. It's about being seen. I think it's perfect. It's about being seen and it's about being heard. 
Darren, as we go out, people need to know more about Stage Time University and how to get involved like I am. I am a member. Uh, and, and so uh, what are, how can, not what, but how can people take advantage of the resources and, and the work that you have? Uh, well, thanks for asking. If you want to join and we have weekly coaching calls, all the programs I've ever created, I have them in one place. You get access to all of them. It's not, do I want this or do I want that? But just go to stagetimeuniversity.com. Really simple. If you are just not really interested in joining, you want to just check out, I have the top 10 speaking mistakes. If you go to beasponge.com, beasponge.com, you can get my top 10 speaking mistakes and virtual mistakes. They're just PDFs. It's free. You just put in your email and I send you these PDFs that you download and you check it out. And I got little videos there, blah, blah, blah. But it's a free PDF. So the first thing to getting better as a presenter is remove the common mistakes. What are the common mistakes? I've been coaching people for two decades at the world-class level. You need to know my mistakes. So go to beasponge.com and check that out. Thanks for asking. So Darren, thank you for being in my first month, one of my very first bonus episodes. Uh, Darren's been a friend and colleague for somewhere around 15 years. So Darren, thank you for, for doing this. So for Darren LaCroix, that's the end of this bonus episode. Keep listening every month for more. Be Unleashed is what you, for those, uh, this is great radio, right? We got a sign up there that says <laughs> Unleashed. Uh, but thank you for doing that. Get some stage time in. Please, in this new year, be healthy, be safe, and above all, be unleashed. <laughs>